1: daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440, KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A U.S. Navy training plane crashed yesterday in an Alabama neighborhood near the Gulf Coast. Correspondent Jennifer King has more.
2: Navy Air Force's spokesman Zach Harrell said both people aboard the plane were killed in the crash. The plane flew out of Naval Air Station Whiting Field about 30 miles northeast of Pensacola, Florida, and crashed near the city of Foley in Alabama. Foley Fire Chief Joey Darby said firefighters were able to make a quick stop to the fire after finding a home and several cars engulfed in flames. No injuries were reported on the ground. I'm Jennifer King.
1: Also at SRNews.com, the second and final debate between President Trump and Democratic nominee Joe Biden ended with a remarkably different tone than their first meeting. Most conservatives saying the president easily uh, defeated Biden, at least in that matchup. Today, the president casting his ballot in Florida before campaigning in three other states. This is News. I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Invergrove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. did my research on high rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in a Santa Fe, and Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money, and considering I'm Taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So Invergrove honey was able to work out just a great deal. The staff and the salespeople... Really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with.
3: Through November 2nd, get 0% financing for up to 72 months plus no payments for 90 days on 2021 Tucson's and 2020 Santa Fe's. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10 year, 100,000 mile limited powertrain and Hyundai assurance. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com.
0: Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment. The land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand. For each other. For our nation. For us all. The few. The proud. The Marines.
4: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street
5: Business Network is on the air.
3: The predatory nature now of global capitalism, it's just completely unrestricted. There's no constraints.
5: It's a wild time. It's the King Banyan Show.
3: We want to create jobs. The quickest
0: way to do it is to provide more food stamps.
6: Government is that fiction whereby everybody believes that he can live at the expense of everybody else.
5: As an educator and former legislator. And that is the free lunch myth. Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you.
0: Hip hip hooray, unemployment is down.
5: We're in an age where common sense sounds esoteric. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
0: Unfortunately, economists' words uh, carry a relatively little weight in politics. Now,
5: here's King Banyan.
6: Welcome, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. I love that opening, partly because the music kind of j- jazzes me up, but I have no idea where the station found all those clips, but those are some of my absolute favorites. Uh, today's show, <laughs> I was going to a Sesame Street, um, today's, show, today's show brought to you by, by the letter I for Ignorant. Uh, the, um, uh, anyway, uh, King Bang show business, 1440. Yeah. A little cold outside. Um, I don't know where you are right now and what the temperatures are like where you are. But, uh, this morning, uh, it was 18 degrees outside my, outside my back door. Um, when I got up and we haven't had, we haven't had Halloween yet. Um, I believe, am I, I think I'm right that, uh, the University of Minnesota's football team is playing its first game of the season today. Um, it's a very strange world we live in. And I thank you, Master Jack. Uh, let's uh, get on with things here. Um, by the way, uh, I'm following us on Twitter. If you're new to the show, first of all, thank you for making that choice to be with us today. We we appreciate it. you got not quite as many things you could choose to do as you might have had last time this this time last year but you still got a number of things you can do and you chose to make it with us we're we're so thankful for you uh being here today um you follow us on Twitter at pound kbrs you can call us at 651-289-4477 651-289-4477 um I don't believe we have any guests today. I think we're, I, so unless you call, I'm doing us, I'm doing a monologue today and that's okay. I can monologue this thing. Trust me. I got lots of things to do. We are what? 10 days out from the, from the 2020 general elections here in the United States. And I say here in the United States, because I think I've got a few listeners who listen over the inner tubes from, uh, from uh, parts outside of the U.S. and thank you to them as well. Um, have had uh, an interesting couple discussions with people back in Armenia about things going on there. We haven't talked about that. I don't know that I'll do that today. It's not in my normal wheelhouse. Talk about uh, military conflict in other parts of the world. um We do, we we talked briefly last week about Brexit toward the end of the show. Uh, I don't have anything really to add all I can tell you is um uh, Pre- uh Prime Minister Johnson's uh, uh statement uh, a week ago last Friday that you should get ready for a no deal Brexit probably had its intended effect. He wanted to get uh uh Monsieur Barnier uh the uh the uh French uh the the, the French diplomat who represents the EU in the discussions about about Bre- in Brexit negotiations you got Monsieur Barnier back to the table uh they are talking about a number of things and there's still the possibility that they'll they'll have an agreement look we've been doing this show with you since late 2009 we're about at the 11th anniversary of the King Banyan show which is first of all really remarkable um for for any show to be on for 11 years um in radio, and it's, and it's longer. I think we're I think we're in the middle of year 16 of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, and uh, Mitch and Brad, who you'll hear one to three today on uh, today and tomorrow, on uh, on our sister station, the M12A, The Patriot. I mean, it's remarkable. It's a pretty long-running show we've got here. Um, we don't, like I say, we don't often talk about that, but if you listen to... Li- to to international things but if you've listened to us for long enough you know for the last four years i've said this brexit process will always be an ultimatum game they will always run it to the last minute everyone will try to see who's going to flinch and then at that very last second they'll pull a deal out and say here we go you got to vote on this or nothing they do it every time and they're going to do it again and so beyond what's happening in the united states with the election which we're going to talk about i'm going to play you some clips from from thursday night's debate uh, in particular the the now the now um moment of uh clarity provi- provided by vice president biden in in saying what he said about the oil industry but some other things too but i actually want to give you I want to give you the entirety of what you need to hear to what the vice president said prior to saying that he wanted to shut down the oil industry. You need to listen to the part prior because it's it's quite reflective of the plans that are in place Um, of what I think are our plans or at least his analysis. And it's sort of me sort of me. The story is is this. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time discussing the political realities of what he can do and what he can't do, what's likely to be a bill in, 20, 20, in 21 or not in 21. I'm spending no time with you talking about Senate races uh, or who's going to control the, the Minnesota legislature or the or the Congress. I'm not doing any of that. I have... I'm not, to, I'm not even sure I want to do policy forecasts because I'm not sh- I don't know that that has a lot of value. What I think has value is this. There is a way of thinking, um, an M.O., an economic, uh, uh, an economic theory of the world that's contained in the answer that, that the vice president gave on Thursday night let me say it 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 reflects for those who thought perhaps he is incoherent the vice president showed that he was able to put together a string of thought that i think i think maybe maybe uh was a little too unfiltered uh for the likes of his campaign who've been doing nothing but going back and trying to cover what happened afterwards and trying to Trying to amend and extend their remarks, as for those of us that are addicts to C-SPAN, um, the we'll, we'll look into that. But I think in, I think the I think what I want to talk about is what is the attitude? What is your thought about how the economy works and how the world works? As you as you say, what it is you're saying about the oil industry, about climate, and so forth. I want to get to all that because I'm going to present to you sort of a different way of thinking about things. And I'll say this at risk of upsetting a number of my listeners. I'm probably less a fan of the policies that have come from President Trump than many of you. And it's because I... I'm pretty sure we hold different philosophies when it comes to the economy. We probably don't hold different philosophies when it comes to the operation of foreign policy, where I think, where I think, where I think President Trump has proven a number of assumptions of the foreign policy establishment to have been ill-founded and in need of rethinking. And that's bipartisanship. Um, I think he is. I. I I still think he's wrong on trade. I still think he's wrong on immigration. I've said this for four years. I'll continue to say it. If he wins re-election, I'll be saying it for four more years because he ain't going to change on that. But it's important to understand that there's some places where I think there are some similarities between the two candidates. And maybe today we're going to highlight a little bit of that for you here on the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Now, as we normally do, I'm going to set this up for the next segment. We usually talk about, about the state of the economy and the most recent economic data, and we're going to talk about that. Next week, Next week, we're going to talk about the GDP report, which is coming in the middle of the week coming up here. It will be the last big-picture economic data that you will see. The jobs job Saturday will be the Saturday after the election. And and write it down right now. If you expect me to say much about the election itself, you will be disappointed. That's what Mitch and Brad do. I don't do that stuff. Okay, so in two weeks, Job Saturday is going to be intentionally hardcore Job Saturday. Because I do believe that this job report sets up what the rest of 2020 looks like and gives us some insight into 2021. Why? Because I think we're seeing now the changing of the patterns of how people are reacting and adapting to the virus. I'm, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again as clearly as I can. There has been an impact of lockdowns. I think it's overstated. Not because, not because people are flouting the law and, and, and there's no enforcement. There is some of that. I'm not saying there's none. But people are making their own adaptations even without any kind of law. When people bring up Sweden, I point out Sweden's GDP still fell by seven percent. Right? Some of that is because Sweden's an open economy and the and the countries they trade with have slowed down dramatically, and some of that's due to lockdown. So there's a contagion forgive the phrase, but there's a, there there's an, and I don't even, externality is the wrong word. I'm just going to say, there is a contagion in trade when your neighbors slow down and you export to your neighbors, your economy is going to slow down too. And that has happened to Sweden. But some of that behavior is almost certainly, almost certainly, the impact of, of our of the swedish consumer making choices to reduce the amount of contact they have with others that didn't require any government anywhere to say anything at all they just chose to do that and that and and if we're going to talk about lockdowns the impact of lockdowns what matters is at the margin what's the What's the difference between Sweden and Denmark? What's the difference between Sweden and Norway? It's not, it's not, what, you know, what's that differential? And how do we get at that? What's the difference between Illinois, where they had pretty significant lockdowns, and Iowa, where they didn't? Well, it turns out that gap is pretty darn small pretty darn small. Indeed, I'll I'll talk a little bit about that right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
1: Stay tuned for more of the King Banyan Show here on Business
6: 1440.
1: Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest
7: worldwide. And cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United
8: States. And I am
1: proud to protect our country.
4: Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve.
1: AFreserve.com.
5: Are you a member of our rewards program?
1: Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't seem to find. At Business 1440, we simplify the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Business VIP Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Business
5: 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app.
6: Welcome back, King Bangin' Show. That is one of my favorite little riffs. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions, comments, concerns, uh, um, uh, waving Mookie Betts in my face as a Red Sox fan yeah it it, it's not fun it's not fun to watch Mookie play for in a different uniform but I'm glad the world gets to see uh once again what he's a great player he's just a great player I I I I, I can't be I can't be unhappy with him I'm glad he's uh I'm glad he's having a a moment in the sun um or at least a moment in Texas um Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Thank you. I'm watching. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on us on Twitter at poundkbrs as well. I uh, appreciate appreciate the comments there too. Um, I was gonna I was gonna mention this as sort of my my entry into talking about the economic data that's out there. Um, but maybe I maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll go in this direction. Um, n- if you take a this was a paper that was done by uh, Austin Goolsbee, who yes was at one time the uh, the uh, chair of the Council of Economic Advisors for uh, President Obama, and then Chad Syverson, um they did a paper that was published by the National Bureau for Economic Research uh, back in June, and what they did was they took um, they took uh, traffic data uh, between both Iowa and um, from Iowa and from uh, from uh, in Illinois. Now, on the side in Illinois, they had significant restrictions. They had a stay-at-home order in place. In Iowa, they did not have a stay-at-home order. There was it wasn't like there wasn't any policy coming out of out of the Iowa Iowa Governor's Mansion, but there there was significantly less regulation there. Goolsby and Syverson write by comparing counties with and without restrictions. Uh, sorry, this is from a summary of their work. Okay, by comparing counties with and without restrictions, the researchers concluded that only seven percent of seven percentage points of the sixty percentage point overall decline in business activity can be attributed to legal restrictions. Consumer traffic began to decline before legal restrictions were imposed and was closely correlated with the number of local COVID deaths. Now, I was at a, I actually gave a a speech and I'll mention, I do these from time to time. If you're you're a listener, I know I've had listeners to the show who are organizing meetings and conferences and want some of uh, the analysis we do on the show to be in their group. Uh, I'm reachable. Um, I'm re- I'm reachable through the station. Uh, you can click if you go to uh, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and and find the show page. You will find an email address for me there. Um, and and can and can contact me. Uh, and you can always uh and you can also find find contact information on the internet either through the university or through my uh, or through my own my own uh, page my um the um I, I so i gave a talk to a, a county economic development group here in central minnesota this past week and and we examined a lot of the data that's out there One of the things that we examined in detail was what was happening in terms of real estate. Now, if you listen to this station, if you listen here on Business 1440 in the previous hour, we have folks that come on to talk about real estate, and that's a pretty popular thing that uh, stations like this one do, is they give opportunities for people who are in the real estate or in construction business to talk about their industries, have people hear about them, hear where they can go to get more information and so forth. they're 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 informative but they're also they're also in a sense advertising um, and if you listen to them right now you're going to hear hey interest rates are down things are moving quickly i had a banker from central minnesota talk about how much business that that their bank is doing and then, and, and he spoke during the during the presentation afterward i get approached by somebody who i didn't recognize because we're all wearing masks, I didn't recognize him just with a ma- with with a mask over his face and a, and wearing a hat. Okay, he kind of lowered his mask for a second to, for me to see him. Like, oh yeah, yeah, how are you? And and then he puts his mask back up. He says, you know, we're you know, I showed some comments. Let me see if I can find you the comment that was made. This was one business, and I thought this was really really fascinating. I um, no, oh, I could. have. Hold this off. The other thing, hang on a second. Uh, so, yeah, I've got it. Thank you, sir. Um, in our last quarterly business report, we always list what people say. You know, in comments, we ask them for comments and we get them printed in the newspaper. The, one person made this comment at our manufacturing facility. We went from a Negative 80% in revenue year to date to 100 plus 150% increase year to date in orders. Employees are working 50 plus hours per week and we cannot keep up with demand. So I showed it in this audience and then this guy comes over who I recognize after he showed me the mask and he says, that was me. Now I never know who writes these comments because they're collected by somebody else and I always tell them, I want to be kept at one remove from this so that I can be more objective. I'm not trying to filter the quote based on who said it. And so I'm like, wait a minute. Your business is, guess what his business is? Concrete furniture for patios. He's making furniture for patios. If you're in the housing business, you're doing great. It's, everything's going well. Even though housing starts were down up only 50,000 less than expected, August got revised down. There was a little slippage there, so that was a negative in the data this past week. But the home builder sentiment index is now at 85 and it was it's it's a record high. Present conditions are now at 90 out of 100 with 50 being even. Every construction business out there is busy. Is busy, busy, busy. I'm just I'm thinking thinking about uh, about uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer when I say that. Okay. Um, also, existing home sales 6.54 above the estimate of 6.3, up from 5.98 million in August, the highest since May of 2006. People are looking at their homes and they're investing in them and they're finding the money to invest in them. And they're changing homes and getting and getting more. You go through the data, right? Archite- architecture Billings Index, Rose. Despite the monthly family residential sector showing signs of improvement, overall business conditions are recovering at a disappointingly slow rate. But multifamily housing units are rising at a faster rate. Um, and then this one, the cash Freight Shipments Number. The best number, okay, so it's down 1.8% year over year in terms of freight shipping. But it's the best registered number that we've had in in 12 months, or in 10 months. All right. Shipping has done really well. Cash Freight said, quote, we see it staying strong through the year end as inventories remain relatively lean, and we expect freight to keep moving. Now, remember, we're in October. And remember, when inventories are lean and businesses increase production to replenish inventory, that that accretes to GDP. And so that, that index says GDP in quarter four is likely to be stronger too. So manufacturing great, construction great, inventories are going up. This, this economy, it's not, it's not humming in all sectors, but my, my point is you have to really think hard on a sector-by-sector sector basis to think about who's going to do well in this environment and who's not going to do well in this environment. Construction, awesome. Manufacturing, awesome. Another place that's done really well? Most of retail. Yeah, if you own a clothing goods store, if you if you have upscale clothing and and have a place like that yeah this has probably not been good for you it probably hasn't but the big boxes are doing are doing wonderfully well um and many of the smaller places are making transitions and figuring out what to sell in order to make it uh friend of mine who manages a hardware store over on the other side of the river from me here in uh, in the St. Cloud area and and they've been very smart about having things they've bought that people they think people are going to buy more of you know you know what uh, made the day go a little bit better Um, sometimes back in April I actually looked forward to the snow coming because Going outside to shovel was an acceptable activity. He's pushing out shovels. He's pushing out all kinds of things, getting ready for the season ahead. People are invest again. People are investing in their homes. If you thought the world was was going, you know, where in in a handbasket, would this be happening? I don't know. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
1: It's election time, as if you didn't know. Does who wins really matter to your money and your retirement? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be talking about the election and what matters and what doesn't when it comes to Washington and your financial world. So, make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440, or you can call them right now with your questions. The number is 855 231 6010.
5: Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills, but let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is, you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We. Our United Faith Mortgage.
2: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.com or corporate Animalist number 1335, Rack Animalist number 65233, Equal Housing Lender. I licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
3: Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing eye custom cover plus our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books like amazon and brick and mortar bookstores so make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's publishing and get your free guide to publishing Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399.
1: Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a
8: grandfather. That's
3: great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor, Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more.
1: Now back to the King Banyan Show
8: on Business 1440. Restaurants are gonna be on the precipice of failure for the next several years. Um, because getting out of this COVID nineteen and getting back to business is going to be difficult enough.
6: Welcome back, King Banyan Show Business fourteen forty. Ah, that right there was uh, Alan Cohen. He owns Junior's Cheesecake. Now I had a conversation with um, I had a conversation with Wyatt before the show, and he's never been to New York. If you go to if you go to New York City. And you, I mean, the the amazing number of different places to eat—it just blows you away. In one of those places you go, cause you and you find them. You can find them in stores. Uh, they they they've marketed them. Uh, indeed, um, through the miracle of Instacart, I'm able to use my phone from here in St. Cloud, contact uh, a hire a shopper in uh, Myrtle Beach South Carolina to go to the nearby Kroger's get a junior's cheesecake out of the freezer out of the freezer section and have it delivered to my mom as my as my friend always likes to say is this a great country or what that's just awesome i i just love that anyway I wanted to play a couple of clips of this. This is a very interesting interview. This was on CNBC yesterday. Um, uh, the, uh, the owner of Junior's Cheesecake, which is a which has got stores all over the New York City area, including two two right in the area of Times Square. So I mention this because I've I've seen Junior's Cheesecake. I didn't go in, but I've seen Junior's Cheesecake the last time I was in New York, and actually went down to Times Square just because. I realized in all the times I'd been to New York City, I had never gone to Times Square. It's like, well, I got to fix that. So I went, and I remember seeing Juniors and recognized it because it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the cheesecake place. That's that's good stuff. Um, anyway, let's let me play for you because this is sort of an example of what I think about is how people are adjusting to the economy. So, giving you all the good news, I rather than give you the bad news and statistics. I think this is the way to think about this. Let's play the first cut. This is Alan Cohen yesterday on CNBC, the owner of Junior's Cheesecake.
8: We have two locations within four blocks of one another in Times Square. We get about, uh, about 50% of our revenues as a company from those two stores. We need tourism. We need office workers to come back to their offices and, and please go to work. And we need Broadway. And anyone who ever takes going to a Broadway show for granted, After COVID-19 and uh, this much time of being away from it, I think we're all going to appreciate a lot more when it comes back.
6: So if you think about the if you think about the, the 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 traffic that goes through, I mean, why would you ever have two stores in Times Square? Right. Locals will obviously know where the one is and they will go there. So you would only have a second store. I mean, I thought it was interesting. Why do you have two stores in Times Square? because you serve a lot of tourists and when one store is crowded you want to have another one nearby to get some of that other that other flow my guess is they're also positioned in such a way um to have that to to have that uh activity be there but my 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 point in playing this is is tourism is still down and if you're thinking on a sectoral basis I am fascinated by what's happening in the professional and business services area, in IT, and in finance. Insofar as I continue to hear reports of businesses, business owners who are in these services thinking hard about whether or not they want to continue to lease office space. I had someone at this thing tell me, say, I've got all my people working at home. Yet I still have, uh, we still have our offices in, you know, and and she, and she said, every time I write that monthly check for the rent, it just kills me. Look, if you were paying the rent, if if it was a warehouse and you had things in it and stuff was coming in and going out, it wouldn't kill you. Even though you might have all your workers at home. Even though you might even if it was a warehouse where you're storing stuff that you thought, you know what, in six months that stuff's going to sell, I just need to hold on to it now. I'll just pay the carrying costs for the time being. It'd be okay. I'd find it really, really, really interesting that people are talking about talking about giving up these spaces. But uh, Mr. Cohen is absolutely correct in this, in this clip that for his business, it requires a whole lot of foot traffic. And think about how it is that he's arranged his business to have two places within four blocks of each other. Who would do that? Only someone that expected to have a lot of leisure and hospitality spending, tourism, locals coming to watch a show, as well as the office workers who decide, hey, lunch is a, cheese- is a slice of cheesecake. Okay. Not something I can imagine not on my diet, but that'd be pretty cool. Um. He also says says this. Let's play the second cut. How have
2: you dealt with the regulations about occupancy? What do you have so, a bone to
6: pick with
2: uh, the no, governor I, or I, the I mayor? Have no, I
8: have no bone to pick. Listen, as someone said, some people are still unwilling to dine inside, and I get that. The weather's been very favorable. Um, people have been allowed to dine outside. Our restaurant in Brooklyn has 420 seats, so now we have 105. That 105 is so spread out, Tyler, that people feel really safe and really comfortable because it's not six feet. It's not even eight feet. It's more like 12 or 15 feet between tables because it's such a big restaurant. We would have the same thing in the city. The problem in the city is I could open next week. There's no one there in the center of New York City.
6: Oops. Am I still there? I keep hearing a pop.
0: I can hear you. You're
6: you're you're good. Okay, good, good. I just heard heard a pop that made me think I'd lost you lost you. Okay, um, that uh, I'm not sure what that was. Um, but that. So he has a large space. I've always wondered. Well, if I ran a cheesecake place, why would I own a large space? Because there are times, right? You know, think about the demand for that place. You're gonna have. You're going to have a, a, a few times, probably in that 45 minutes before showtime, for a Broadway play. And the, the hour or hour and a half after the play is over, where you're going to be super crowded. And so you have all that space just for that, that little bit of time where you're just making money out the door. right? You're making a lot of your revenue at that time. I was thinking about that because someone was saying to me was pointing out this statistic about about the virus and says, says, you realize that only 10 percent of the beds in our hospitals are being used by covid patients. Says, okay, this isn't causing them any problem. I'm like, well, what do you think, their normal occupancy rate? Look, if I had a hotel. And my hotel normally had sixty percent occupancy, but once in a while, there's a tournament in town that brings a lot of buses with high schoolers into my area and And on those weekends when that happens, I have a hundred percent occupancy then something that adds ten percent to my to my bed space on a regular basis is likely to cause me a little bit of worry because I'm not going to have enough space for all, of my, for all of my people. Now, in the hotel business, you make reservations. In hotels, in hospitals, there's no such thing really as a reservation except for elective surgery. So I said, what do you think the average occupancy of a, hotel, uh, of a hospital is in terms of hospital beds? Well, if you think about the regulation in that industry, I have no idea what the answer to that question is. And maybe one of my listeners can tell me what the average occupancy of a hospital is. But my guess is the average occupancy in a hospital is probably much higher than the average occupancy of a hotel because the insurance companies, Medicare, state regulators, and so forth don't want to have a whole lot of extra beds that they're helping to pay for through through regulated uh, uh, rates of payment, they don't want a whole lot of extra beds laying around. So there probably isn't a whole lot of slack there. I don't know. 15% of your beds being, uh, being increased in demand because of COVID might really put you out of beds. Okay? But I was thinking to myself... So he can go down to one fourth of his nor of his load and be okay and I thought, no, see no, that's not what that's that is What's happening to to junior's cheesecake is junior's cheesecake has a peak business which is way larger than what it normally is and than what it's what is it normally is, and when there is no plays when there are no plays in the theaters and you don't have tourists coming to New York, 105 seats rather than 420 probably fits you just about right. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
2: You can learn more at coronavirus.gov.
7: Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense.
2: Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, Call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number 4, EVRcleaning.com. Remember... Forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
0: There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do you the proud the marines
4: in an era of fake news and misleading headlines turn to a leader in accurate reporting
6: townhall.com get caught up with today's top stories find brilliant commentary from our columnists and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com
4: oh
1: look at all these options You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com.
6: Welcome back, King Bangin' Show. This is fourteen forty. So I've got good. <laughs> I've got good listeners. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, or or if you follow the show using the hashtag pound KBRS, Don has posted some medical statistics out there. Yeah, um, I think he, I always thought eighty-five or ninety percent was. 85% was probably the the place where most of, most of them are are aimed. So I do believe that if you're normal if you're normally thinking about 85% uh, uh 85% occupancy rate of hotel be- of excuse me of hospital beds. And then all of a sudden you flip the all of a sudden something causes you to need 20% more beds, you now have a problem. Um and so when when they post you know they post the numbers oh, covid patients is a share of all hospital beds it's like that number's not really meaningful I really kind of need to know how many how many beds do you have that are not being used in, of any variety whatsoever um and i think our numbers in in minnesota i think the last time i looked we we actually had hospital occupancy rates that were more like in the 70% area so i do think we're i do think we're pretty well well positioned in that but i i can look at that don if you want to continue to be my research department go look at mdh and i think you can find statistics on the number of beds being used right now actually actually i'll say that's one bit of the minnesota department of health website that i find quite informative and that they have not there's been some of the numbers they've posted where i think they made changes to the reporting that have made it harder for me to see what's going on rather than easier don't know don't know why they do that but anyway and then also, I have Ron on the phone at 651-289-4477. Ron's a regular listener. Uh, good, good morning, Ron. How are you?
9: Excellent. Thanks. Um, as I was telling the screener, I'm was on a, um, I'm in the financial services business, and I was on a call with a biotech manager earlier this week, and he had an analysis on uh, herd immunity timing. That I hadn't heard on any of the major news uh, media uh, most numbers I've seen is herd immunity is around seventy percent give or take um, so how many have had the virus already um there's two hundred and twenty five thousand deaths, and his mass and fairly consistent is that about three tenths of the people that get it have died, so that would mean about seventy five three people. tenths of one
6: I think that's three-tenths uh, of 1%. You said
9: three-tenths. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so d- doing that math, you get about 75 million people that have actually had it, even though the stats say 8.3, there's about 90% asymptomatic. And we know there's a large asymptomatic. So you you know argue 10 million one way or another, but somewhere around 75 million people have been, have antibodies from having had the virus. And then there's things called T-cells. Which I never really understood, but they are, um, there's like nine coronaviruses out there, and uh, a number of people have gotten non COVID coronaviruses in the past, mm-hmm. and that apparently develops the T cell. Uh, and there's about 85 million. They went back and tested blood banks to see um, how many of the pouches in blood banks had uh, T cell immunity and so the two of them together by his math add up to about a hundred and sixty seven million people in the united states already have some sort of an immunity by either having had the virus or by t-cells which is at fifty percent of the population and if well, seventy percent that- is herd immunity by his math and he wasn't quite as clear as how he got on this but he figures by mid-February we'll have hit that seventy percent of the population that has herd immunity.
6: Well, it's it's po- so it's possible. I mean, I, that, there's a there's a there's a couple assumptions that we make in that, right? Uh, right. One of them is the three tenths, the three tenths of a percent, which could right. be true. It could be. Could it might not be. Uh, um, because that's plus that's or minus, more, you know. Yeah, there's it's plus the or minus there in there. Yep. Right. There's there's also an intersection between the number of people that had the virus and the number of people that have the have the uh, T cell immunity. So I think you can't just add those numbers, um, I, because because you'd have to deduct the plate the people have had the that contracted COVID and had the T cell immunity at the same time, so that they were well, in theory
9: they shouldn't bad. have. Well, because if they had the T cell in me, they shouldn't have contacted it.
6: Um, well, I need to it's think theory about it.
9: Anyway, yeah, I need to think <laughs> about that.
6: I'm not positive. Well, no, I actually don't know if I'm right about that. I got to think about that. Um, um, so I, I got to think about that too. I mean, there's certainly there's certainly stories that are out th- that are available to you out there. Um, um, uh, uh, I think. I think the bigger concern, the bigger concern for me, is, is is the fact that we are still kind. I mean, did you see Ron? It was just this week that uh, the FDA finally said Remdesivir can be a generally accepted use for treatments as, as a therapeutic. Yes. Yeah. Um, why on earth did it take so long?
9: Uh, uh, I, I government.
5: Yeah.
6: Yeah I mean I mean I hate to say that but it, it that is that that is that is in fact what worries me is that that we have simply been far too slow and the fact that we stalled we we stopped two phase 3 trials when other countries had looked at those phase 3 trials and then spun around and and said you know, no nope, guess what we got it worked out we're okay um so I think um I think uh I think that uh, my my reaction is to to that whole thought about herd immunity is time will tell, but uh, I hope it. I I still think your better bet is on is on a vaccine happening soon because of all of the investment that's been made in being sure that when a vaccine gets approved, we can get it to market faster at a rate we've never been able to do it before.
9: Yeah, Uh, I I, I, I'm more inclined uh... to lean that way. I'll send you the email you the clip on that so you can see the whole thing the yeah. The reason i I put more weight on this than I would something I'd see on t v or whatever because his job is talking to all of the biotech companies because he invests in them and yeah. and so he his his tentacles into what's going on today uh you know at nine a m uh is a lot better than anybody that's on t v talking about this stuff.
6: Right, right. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to I'm going to let you go cuz I got I got a, a heartbreak break in about go 30 ahead. seconds Ron. but I thank you so much. I I'm actually going to talk a little bit more about this uh, a, after the top of the hour. Uh, uh thanks so much Ron for that. Um the economy I'll um, email you the again, clip. Email me the clip. Thanks, Ron. Uh thank you for the call. I will be back after this you are listening to the King Banion show on Business 14:40.
4: connecting you with new customers
5: In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting the country.
3: Our parents, they're really supportive that all 5 of us would join.
5: Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for
4: others.
1: It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they
3: actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future, and I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers.
5: Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride, and they're just out there doing something every day and then serving their country as well.
3: I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture.
5: Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station
3: hi this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders recently someone asked if my brother Eric was still around Eric are you still around I am still around and a lot of things have changed over the years at Kingdom Builders but one thing that hasn't changed is that we're not salesmen we're just great roofers he's the guy that takes care of our gutter side of the business If you need gutters or a roof, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at TheKingdomBuilders.com. Hi, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. With the severe weather we've had recently, you may have had some strangers knocking on your door saying you need to sign something to get weather-related damage on your home covered. We love coming to people's homes for no pressure, no obligation consultations. We don't want you to feel pressure to sign anything. If you'd like an expert from the Kingdom Builders to come take a look at your home or just to talk to you about how the insurance process works, we'd be happy to do that. Look us up online at thekingdombuilders.com.